welcome back to the Nutramedical Report for Friday. This is the 2nd of December, and uh, things are starting to kind of move along uh, pretty quickly in terms of the, the holidays and also the arrangement of the cabinet for trumpet and pet, I call trumpets. The uh, uh, cabinet actually is moving faster than any other time since 1968, which is really good. We now have, of course, Carrier uh, uh, Air Conditioning Company is now in the area, and we have also the issue of uh, not only carrier insurance, carrier air conditioning, but also uh, we're going to repatriate trillions of dollars and it's going to build lots of businesses here in America. So people need to be aware that uh, uh, even before Trump takes office, things are starting to change dramatically. Uh, now, this first hour, we're going to make open lines. We make it in on a little early because we have so many topics to cover with her twiland.info blog. We also do either a video read after the show today or on the weekend. We have a weekend uh, live stream videos planned for Leo Lyons Zagami and Jim Fetzer on lots of new topics, including in Jim Fetzer, we're going to be talking much more about recent conference he attended regarding the JFK assassination, updates on the Pizzagate, a lot of information on that, updates on what's going on in the arrangement of the uh, Trump-Pence um, cabinet. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I like the announcement this morning. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis, of course, this guy is really, it's kind of like a hero among the military he actually embeds himself as a general with the troops actually in operations, which is unique. So he knows what they need. He knows how to operationally make sure they have the proper equipment and training, and he can make sure that execution is successful. We haven't had successes for a long time in the military, and as policies come down to where they politicked the uh, operations of the military and the Air Force. So, for example, under Obama, they removed General Flynn from the uh, Department of Defense, the defense uh, uh, post that he had, because he opposed some of the oppositions that uh, the Obama administration had politicked. What we're doing in the Middle East, we support ISIS and ISIL, which is ridiculous. We uh, we don't uh, take a proper policy toward Russia, and we talk about foolish things like, uh, you know, no-fly zones or things that will bring us in direct conflict rather than collaboration with them to try to get rid of ISIS and ISIL and these uh, Islamic terrorists. So what we're going to be seeing uh, with the new administration is pretty remarkable difference, pretty important stuff. So this first hour we're going to make open lines on this or any other topic in healthcare and otherwise. Uh, 800-313-9443 is the uh, do tell a board op, Dan. He's a great board op. We want to make sure that you tell exactly what your question is or statement try to lay it all out in precise terms that way we can stay number one on topic and number two we can get appropriate questions so we can not only teach me but teach the people who are listening to the program so <clears throat> it's important when uh when we bring ann on and we have a number of topics um let's see what does ann have here for our topics today oh. Okay, <laughs> this is different. Okay, so uh, uh, Anne, good. We have you. We have you on. And I'm opening up your file. It's opening up a little different than usual, but I'm still getting it. So everything looks good. Um, and we have a lot of stuff to cover. Let's start from the top as to. Uh, hmm, that's different. Okay, and let's start from the top of all the issues that we're going to cover today. Okay. Yep. Uh, what's What's the first and most important issue? Well, I think the most important issue is we want to uh, 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 tell the people in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, that we're sorry they're having so much trouble, and we hope that they'll be able to uh, get uh, right. I know Dolly Parton has offered $1,000 a month to the families. I think I can hear some background noise. There may be an open mic in the studio. I'm not sure. Uh, I just turned it off. I turned Ah. it off. Oh, you had something going on. Okay. I had something going on. Yeah, and I sometimes uh, hear your birdies, but they're 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 your fans, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have, I have all sorts. <laughs> I wouldn't call them my fans. No, <laughs> I'm just being funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, and then we also want to remember the protesters that are up in uh, in uh, in the Dakotas on the pipeline, and uh, you know they've been treated rather roughly. I think. Uh, it's not an easy thing to arrest protesters when they belong to another nation, and we have to remember our commitment to those reservations as being separate 
uh, and uh, not part of the United States. So uh, uh, those are the two main things. But, um, yeah, you're talking about the China. protesters protesting the the pipeline. But what I understood about that pipeline is it's through the same area of other pipelines already, and they've moved it several hundreds of times, the actual location, to make sure it's an optimized area that's safe. It goes underneath a river over there. And there's no significant environmental danger to the population or any interference with hunting grounds or anything. So I don't, I'm not well, okay. sure exactly what they're what they're concerned about. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you a story about GMO that's going to make you rethink that. Because GMO even is a they, big deal. GMO is, is a big deal. This is a big deal, and just because they say it's going to be safe doesn't mean it's going to be safe. Um, and we have to recognize that uh, we have a constitution, and we have free speech. And if they want to gather there and protest, they have a right to do that. Oh, absolutely. Can't fire hose them in freezing weather and treat them like animals. Are you kidding? They're actually fire hosing them? Who's, who's doing that? Is that the, uh... Uh, the local emergency managers? Really? Yes. And they was below freezing. And luckily, one of the hospitals sent over ambulances, and they treated the people for hypothermia. I mean, they've got women, they've got children, they've got old people, they've got, you know, it's just... The fragile population, anyway, and right. uh, they're just not. Anyway, I want to tell you about this GMO problem. Right. Okay, you remember that. You're talking that, about the BT, uh, the BT corn, which I'm, by the way, very familiar with, so I'll tell you my information after you give yours. Great, great. Yeah, the BT cotton um, is what you're talking about. BT cotton, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, the New York Times ran a story about the fact that there were declining yields where uh, BT cotton had been planted. And uh, Danforth and Monsanto came out with a rebuttal to that. Decreased yields of what, other kinds of crops, you mean, or cotton crops? Uh, well, they were just were studying BT cotton in uh, China. And uh, so they... they uh, <laughs> they they uh they did a three year study and it was done by a European group and uh Danford Monsanto said, No, this isn't true. But then you remember Monsanto was bought by Bayer. Right. And and so uh uh what they did over there was that, you know, B T well maybe this is when you should come in. The B T means that it's uh genetically modified and that uh, uh, what they do is uh, they put a gene from a soil bacterium, and it's called Bacillus thuringiensis. Bacillus thuringiensis, BT. Right. You, you got it right the second time. Good. The second time is better. Okay. <laughs> they take a gene, and they put that in the seed of the uh, corn. It's been put in uh, corn and cotton since 1996. Now, this study was just done on cotton. Right. And what happens is that these bacteria, these bacteria produce a protein that is toxic to specific insects. Right. And so it protects the plant over its entire life from being eaten by those insects. Okay, the insects die if they try to eat the plant. And um, uh, BT crops have grown to a 81% here in the United States as a percentage of the seed planted in 2015. So in 2015, for, what, for cotton and for, and, for, for, and for corn is what you're saying, right? Well, they do a strange thing now. It didn't used to be this way, but now what they do is they stack them. So we have... Um, we have both BT and HT, and the uh, the uh, HT is herbicide tolerant, and then the BT is insect insect tolerant. Right. And and what they do now is that they stack them. So over the course of uh, well, let's see, fifteen years, sixteen years. The amount of stack, that is, uh, let's say, corn, uh, corn seeds that have uh, BT only and HTO or HT only, is much less than where they're stacked, where they have both. They have both. They have both plasmids. You see, what people have to understand, these are unattached to your normal genome of the plant. Uh, plasmids, which is an envelope with a genetic material that can reproduce not only in the nucleoplasm, 
but also in the cell cytoplasm and the extracellular space. And these are not just toxic to insects, they are neurotoxins and genotoxins. So BT cotton, there's really high incidences of people handling the cotton in India where it has such neurotoxic effects it causes suicide. So a lot of the farmers that handle this cotton, they kill themselves. And the BT corn, the research done out of, uh, out of uh, Scotland and Europe, it's shown in Austria that BT corn, Mon 80 corn, uh, BT corn, Mon 80 corn, these the corns are actually uh, toxic to, uh, to, to to spermatogenesis. So they can actually, Mon 80 corn, for example, has been proven to drop the sperm count to zero. Okay, so when they fed the, uh, the some of these unusually genetically modified things, they cause epigenetic effects we didn't expect, like in gerbils. It can cause them to get organomegaly, microcephaly, uh, and uh, sterility and all kinds of weird tumors. So it has a lot of effects that we didn't expect. Yeah, when I was first looking into this uh, about 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, I did a study and I looked at the research. And uh, one of the things that they were saying was uh, uh, male sterility. Right. And I thought, well, that's strange. Why, why are they looking at that? Uh, but uh, I, I'm not surprised now. Uh, there, there seemed to be a big emphasis on looking at male sterility with these uh, GMO, uh, with these uh, genetically modified organisms. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Well, you wouldn't expect that. You wouldn't expect it to cross families in the biological family. Right. Uh, uh, so you wouldn't expect something that kills an insect to uh, damage a human because. I mean, we're not even related. I mean, we are related way down the well, genome. But there, you know, believe it or not, there's common enzymes present right down through uh, the, the, if you want to call it the biological tree, certain common enzymes are present right down to bacteria that are enzymes that are in humans and other animals and even plants that are, if you will, are called ontogenally related or they have similar biological effects. And the fact is these are what's called unstable plasmids. They're not controlled in a gene complex that has what's called an operon, which means it turns it on or off or activates the genes. Mm -hmm. So they're always on. And so they have effects probably on hundreds of genes and epigenes that control and regulate whether genes are turned on and off. All right. Well, we have a new word for our listeners to learn, and that's called isogenic. Isogenic parental controls are uh, those parental controls mean that the uh, DNA is intact and doesn't have any genetically modif- genetic modification to it. And uh, so nature acts like it should, let's put it that way. So this test in China, what they did was they had uh, um, three fields that were that had this BT trait in the cotton, and then they had three fields that were isogenic to cotton. So, and then they looked at the... Um, uh, now, this wasn't just like they do with the um, with the vampire mosquito. <laughs> right. In the vampire mosquito, all they measure is the reduction in mosquitoes. They right. don't measure their effect on the humans or anything else in the environment. Right. They're not testing at- the. That's really interesting. You just made that statement because they're not doing looking for markers of biological changes in other systems, plant or human, just like the. Oxy-513A gene, it's a double-stranded DNA. It has effects on plants and lignans. It has effects on vitamin content. And it has effects on epigenetics and other organisms in the environment, like the uh, oxygen that was actually put in uh, around 10 years ago in the uh, uh, Balworth moth in Georgia to stop the cotton-eating moth. And, uh, you know, this is, is very meddlesome. In fact, Dr. Maywan Ho made a paper back in the early 2000s, I think 2004, that, that warned against this being used in not only moths but in mosquitoes now that they're releasing in South Florida, that it may have genetic effects that are completely unexpected, that the double-stranded DNA jumps into other organisms. And one of the primary theses that I put forward in a paper that I put on video earlier this year in PowerPoint was that the oxy uh, genes actually increase oxidative stress in animals or plants, and especially RNA viruses like filoviruses can mutate 10,000 times faster under oxidative stress than DNA viruses because the genetics are unstable, which means it may be the underlying driving factors to why uh, things such as these new filoviruses, including Zika, 
are becoming much more dangerous with only a 15 base pair change. So, in other words, we have literally created trillions of, uh, if you want, bioreactors to actually weaponize RNA viruses by introducing these double-stranded DNA things that actually change the genetics of the organism into probably alter hundreds of other genes in each plant or animal or any kind of species where this uh, what's called transboson jumping genes gets inserted and has completely unexpected effects like the Isle of Dr. Moreau. Well, that's what happened when they did the study over in China. It was a three-year study, and they, they looked at uh, other things. And one of the, uh, Dan, just if something, uh, for instance, they were saying that the BT line of genetically modified cotton would only kill one insect. Well, they found out that it killed uh, more than one insect, which right. was not, not bad. But uh, what happened was that they they had three separate uh, genetically modified cotton lines and three non genetically modified lines. Right. And um, what happened was that the uh, genetically modified with the BT uh, also disrupted the ability of the fungus which uh, is needed uh, for soil fertility to uh, die. Uh, so the you mean to degrade the uh, plants so that the plants will release their nutrients back into the soil? No, I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean that the the fungus, when grown with, you have to have, it's like your bowel. Right. You know how right. you have good bacteria and bad bacteria? Right. And if you're giving an antibiotic, it's going to kill all the bacteria. Right. So it's and killing off uh, some fungi that are helpful to the environment is what you're saying for soil health. Well, Soil health, yes. I mean, it's making the land infertile completely. Wow. Because it's killing, yes, yes, good. I wanted to hear so, that. So in other words, what it does is it, it actually makes the nutrients or maybe minerals completely incapable of being absorbed by the plant. So basically have sterile soil. We have what we call the soil of Sterile plagues. soil. Sterile yes, soil. Well, I would call it Armageddon soil. How's that? Armageddon soil. That's where yeah. we're heading. Wow. And... Um, uh, you know, when when we're giving antibiotics, then afterwards we usually take a probiotic or yogurt or something to replace the good bacteria that help us digest our food in our in our uh, gut. And uh, so, the they are not maintaining a living, healthy soil. It, instead, they're destroying it. They're destroying our healthy soil. And, wow! And uh, so pretty. And every year, it got worse. And uh, if they are, if BT crops are a failing technology, uh, unable to withstand the pest they are designed to warn off, uh, then, it, you know, it's apparent that BT crops are, are causing sterility in our soil. And we've taken uh, centuries to build up the soil in the Midwest, in the United States, and it's been very, very, uh, <laughs> it's good for our economy. I mean, we've, we've done really well at that. But now, well, wait, we had only certain nutrients to drive the growth of the plants. As they say, every civilization in history dies from the soil up. And yes. uh, we've right. de we basically depleted minerals. For example, if you look at trace minerals that are important, like selenium, 97% uh, of soils are depleted. Chromium, vanadium, meaning why we have diabetes. Uh, zinc, uh, copper. If you look at these trace elements, and then you actually compare, uh, say, winter wheat from 1948 to 1993, because I've looked at the USGL, uh, US uh, data from the uh, from agricultural research here in America, the government, it's shown that our mineral content is dropping like a rock. But you had this BT stuff. And what you're saying is it's wiping it out. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, bad. And I have more on that. Wow, let's continue. This is amazing, amazingly scary. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Statmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. 
Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high-fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine. Introducing the I Can Get To Silent Salesman mobile marketing app, a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business. Go to appsapart.com. And learn how you could earn up to $36,351 or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a $14.95 per month program. Go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the CEO near the bottom. This is something you won't want to miss. Go to appsapart.com or call 646 860-9540. That's 646-860-9540. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Stimulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. This is Dr. Bill Deagle of the Nutramedical Report, 12 to 3, Monday to Friday. Call-ins are welcome to the show. You can order at 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. on this biosecurity GMO stuff. This is pretty serious. Um, I don't think people realize how many vaccines are in the wings. And they use the term vaccine or even GMO. Uh, um, Basically, organizations like the Gates Foundation are talking about vaccines with literally uh, having mosquitoes deliver them, for example, as when they bite you, uh, delivering them through food, for example, giving people food and the vaccine is delivered in the food. Vaccine meaning genetic material to alter your immunological system in your genetic system. Um, the Gates Foundation is involved with the Sakhalin Island World Seed Vault north, in, north of the Arctic Circle, um, north of Norway. What people need to understand is this is end time stuff. Uh, if you don't understand that the globalists are deciding to actually have seed vaults of, if you call isogenesis uh, seeds that have been genetically modified in giant vaults literally after the day of the end of the quote, age, you're just not paying attention. This is not a conspiracy theory. These things are dangerous. In fact, I remember um, talking about, oh, six, seven years ago, but one of the GMO scientists in the University of Edinburgh that actually did research on the Mon 80 cotton, which also, by the way, was repeated in Austria, and they found that Mon 80 cotton, Mon 80 corn, that is, caused uh, male sperm count to drop to zero and caused gerbils to develop organogenesis problems, tumors, microcephaly, all kinds of nasty stuff. And uh, now that you're talking about the fact that it actually kills off the fungus so that the fixing minerals and nutrients in the soil are dead, you have what we call, I call, uh, you know, I call the soil of famine. How's that? The soil of famine. Soil uh, of famine. That's a, it's, it's sterile <coughs> soil. Right. And there, so, and, when you make a soil of famine, this is the game changer because it, you, know, you can do lots of other things, military, economic, and other things that will wipe out a civilization. 
But the mineral depletion already is causing a massive explosion of diabetes, autism, and other disorders. And most of it, believe it or not, comes down to mineral deficiency in our food, enzyme deficiencies in our body, and loss of epigenetic control. Because the primary thing that turns on and off your genes is minerals. So if they're not in your food, you can't turn on the genes or the enzymes to actually have normal biology. And that's pretty significant, isn't it? Well, yes. And I think that when they thought that they had a a bacteria, uh, gene from a uh, bacteria that would kill insects, it wouldn't uh, probably, uh, they, I don't think they even thought about the fungi. But the other equation. thing is it's, it's a pr- one of the primary things causing colony collapse disorder. There's several factors like neonicotinoid pesticides, but the Bt toxin is a neurotoxin to the nervous system of bees, so they get what I call Beeheimer's disease. They can't find their way back to the hive. It actually is also neurotoxic to humans. But it takes longer, just because humans have a longer lifespan. I'm sure it's neurotoxic to animals if they're getting BT toxin and uh, kind of uh, food with this BT toxin in it. And they've discovered that the concentrations in food and in plants is up to 4,000 times plus higher than just BT sprayed, like from chrysanthemum, because chrysanthemum plants naturally have some BT toxin uh, because bacteria grow on the chrysanthemum flowers. Um, But this is totally different. This is actually in the genome. This is crazy stuff. This is crazy stuff. Yeah, they're, the uh, authors of the study said we have lost an estimated, this is this is astonishing, so everybody sit down and take note, we have lost an estimated one-third of all arable land to soil infertility. Are you kidding? Are you talking about in America or worldwide? Well, um, I think they're talking worldwide. Uh, but certainly since we have so much BT genetically modified crops in corn and cotton here in the United States, uh, we might have lost a third right here in the United States. Wow. That's pretty yeah, you have to understand. Wow. You have to understand that now they have, when they say BT, which is this uh, bacterial which is this gene from from this bacteria that kills insects that uh, they have more than one now. So it's not BT, it's a whole family of BTs. Okay, so they've got modifications to the genetics. They have more lethal effects uh, against the insect population. And again, you mentioned against the fungus that allows the fixing of the organic materials and and minerals into the soil. That's pretty amazing. No, I'm, I'm saying that they have BT1, BT2, Yeah, one, two, BT3. three, four, and a, a whole array and of... And they may those. put them all into the seed. Wow. Yeah. And, and remember, the there's no oversight. Uh, people like um, our previous governments have given a carte blanche, including George Bush Sr., uh, you know, we call, uh, you know, the same people who put in aspartame, you know, we call it... Uh, Crony capitalism. Crony capitalism is the cause of it. Wow. <coughs> Amazing. Yeah, I didn't realize that when they just threw away that term BT, uh, that they didn't mean the original BT, that they might mean uh, four or five or maybe a dozen different right. genes that they're putting in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's an article over on Drudge about aging wave. wave. White population diversity, okay, you have populations collapsing. And, of course, the primary cause of that is the fact that they're that they're aborting like crazy. We've estimated between 55 and 60 million Americans have been aborted since 1973. And that doesn't include populations around the world where we've aborted or put money into aborting them uh, as well. <clears throat> okay, this fungus... Um G gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to aroutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at aroutfitting.com. I have actually been on Balance of Nature for a year now. 
I have MS, and I recently had an MRI. This is the first year that I've had a stable MRI, so I'm thrilled. When I have an MRI with MS, usually there are glowing spots that come through, which is damage on the, on the nerves in my brain and my spinal cord, and when they're glowing, it means they're active. And then my last MRI, they pulled it up, and I honestly couldn't believe that it was my MRI. There was nothing glowing. And in fact, the dark spots were shrinking. They were healing. And the doctor actually said to me, I think we're in remission. I was so happy. I had no idea that that could be my reality. Call now to find out how to get your free month's supply of Balance of Nature. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code TSL. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. And, uh, and let's continue on this. I think um, when we're dealing with the science blog and deal with the information, we're going to do some video either after the show today or during the weekend, whichever time is convenient for you. Um, I don't think that the average person, you know, and this is, by the way, if you're a religious person, a Christian, you're going to understand this is end time stuff. If you're not a religious person and you're just, we call an honest uh, questioner, you're going to look at this and you're going to freak out if you actually see the totality of it. So you're going to want to have some faith in a higher power because the rate things are going. If you're talking about something that arose a fungus 450 million years ago that allowed the colonization of land by early plants because it actually changed the soil so it had mineral content for supporting plant growth, you're dealing with something that actually preceded even the colonization of the land by dinosaurs. And in 10 years, we're wiping out the soil. We're really creating Armageddon soil or end time soil that's the soil of famine. And when the mineral content is not present, remember, I'm presenting this video, which I'm going to put up. It will also be put over on uh, the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine because I've cracked the code of what aging and disease is, and it's all tied back to minerals. If you don't have the minerals, and they're particularly being shut down, there's actually a song in your DNA that actually shuts down mineral activation of genes, uh, you die. Or you don't exist in the first place, so you become sterile. And uh, this BT corn is not only causes sperm count, but the BT cotton 
is a transdermal neurotoxin. So it's not just a financial disaster that hits these people in India that have to buy seeds every year so they grow cotton. It is a neurotoxin that's making them commit suicide. That's how crazy this is. And if people don't grasp just how nuts it is, you're not going to get this in the regular news media, and you're not going to get unqualified people that are non-scientists being able to even understand it to literally correctly explain it. And so it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy fact. And this is really scary when real scientists are coming up with papers that are published and the average public is walled off and never, ever hears this. They're all hearing the same stuff in every channel on what I call the mushroom media. They keep people in the dark and they feed them BS. Okay? This is not the BS media. We're telling them the truth. It's scary as hell. And because we're Christians, we know that our God is going to give us a way to counter it. But we have to first... If you're going to solve any problem, you have to frame the problem and know how bad it is and what the hell is going on. Unfortunately, things are far worse than people could imagine. And even when I'm sitting down doing these shows with you, I'm constantly in a state of shock of new things I didn't know that are even more shocking than what I already knew, and that's scary. If someone's been at this decades like me and you, and we discover new things that's, that literally top what we previously know, that's not good. That's really not good, is it? That's right. I mean, this won't be taught in the universities or even in high schools in biology for uh, maybe 100 years. Uh, if there's any population left. You know, to be honest with you, I mean, the rate we're going, population going to have to live in bubble cities with dome cities because they're destroying the environment. And uh, human beings, if there is a population left, will have to do things like miniaturize themselves down to the size of, of uh, you know, uh, the, you know, Gulliver's travels to survive. People say, no, they can't do that. They've actually posited they may have to do that in order for human beings to survive a very dark future. Well, and these fungi didn't get set up in a day or even a year or even a hundred years. I mean, it's taken them, uh, well, 450 million years and uh, they they, they have uh, little feathers or what do you call those little things that that come out of the fungus, the little um, thread-like my, things. Hyphae or hyphae. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they they transfer... Mycelia. Uh, yeah, they transfer information. For instance, they know that when a uh, pea plant is is attacked by aphids, that information is passed into in, to the uh, general pea plant population <laughs> field, and those plants then can uh, ramp up to uh, produce a poison that will kill the aphid. So, the, well, you mean, you know, so in other words, the intelligence of the plants to actually create a counter to the thing that's destroying them. Right, and it's the fungus that does that because it's in wow. the soil. And, so yeah. these are basically uh, these are commensal symbiotic organisms that make make the soil living. Is what you're saying? Yes, and you're not going to be able to replace that uh, overnight. And I mean that, uh, you know, I don't mean well, like 12 hours. <laughs> well, we already have a collapse of mineral content in our soils, which are causing a, a burden of many diseases. They're all tied together. I call it, you know, not only diabetes, but Alzheimer's disease and brain on fire and autism and uh, rates of cancer and so on. Many of these diseases have the genesis in mineral depletion just over the last 50, 60 years uh, in the soils. And uh, we don't replace them. In fact, all those minerals, by the way, 95% of the minerals that would fix that is at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's all right there. I mean, if you actually put that minerals, I have it right now in my home here. If I go down to my my rose bushes, and I have like 80 rose bushes around my home, Mm -hmm. if I go around to my rose bushes and spray them with the special minerals from the Dead Sea, the next day they all bloom. They go crazy. I put it in my uh, orchards because I have an orchard of different citrus fruits and other things growing from pomegranate. And they they grow like nuts, because mm. without the minerals, there is no vitamin content, no color, no taste, no nutrient value. And when you when you make the soil sterile, you basically have the food. I call it the seeds of famine, the food of famine. Now you have the soil of famine. This is very scary stuff. We are literally marching down the pathway to, uh, you know, I call a omnicidal extinction level event that are corrupt. You know, our corrupt uh, media and our corrupt government and corrupt industry have decided to release an Armageddon-style destroying system of genetic modification that destroys and 
kills the living with symbiotic organisms in the soil. That's crazy. Wow. There, there are just no uh, systems engineers, for instance. You know, I was trained in engineering. Right. And, uh, there, you know, you have to be a mature engineer before you understand systems. Well, systems and, are nonlinear. And uh, as I was, I was an environmentalist. I was one of the charter members, first members of Greenpeace over 45 years ago and worked in the oceans doing oceanography before I went into medicine. And I can tell you, when you apply systems engineering to medical systems, which is what functional medicine is, or living pathology, because when I went to medical school, functional medicine or living pathology didn't exist. It does now. I'm one of the prime teachers in the world on how to do functional medicine. And I train doctors case by case around the world on how to do functional medicine, which is science-based. It's more science-based than conventional medicine, which is often very reactive, very commando-style, like, you got a symptom, we got a drug for it, even if it's going to kill you or make new deficiency states or new health problems. And uh, looking at the whole environment, remember, around a person, whether it's the water they drink or the scale of radiation from their cell phones or Wi-Fi networks or the genetically modified food they eat and so on, these all have effects. Uh, you know. Right. It is, you know, this is not as easy as spraying the soil with, this, with one particular fun, fungi. Because uh, there's biodiversity in the, in the existing fungal populations that benefit the plants. So uh, yeah, you don't want a monoculture, which is part of also our problem with the idea of famine. If you have a toxin or a bacteria or any kind of thing that's going to wipe out your crop, if you have a monoculture of any particular organism that say you're growing for food, you're very likely to lose your entire crop. But you can't have a monoculture of a specific fungus because. You need the biodiversity in order for it to be resistant to being wiped out. Well, and if you just introduce a particular fungi to uh, to the soil, it may not um, be a reasonable thing to do because it might attack the, the fungi that are already there and that are needed to grow the crops. Yeah, so well, this, it, is you know, this, is a, this is not an easy thing to do. I mean, uh, you know, I hear... I hear that what they're going to do is they're just going to, oh, well, we know this fungi is gone, we'll just spray it. Well, it doesn't work that way, guys. You have to grow it, and it has to, it has to make well, it also those has to take. It's like, it's like stem cells. I can't tell you every week how many people contact me, and they want to do the ultimate. So I know stem cell clinics. Like for example, I've used stem cell clinics in Europe for years, and there's now some really good ones, uh, like the Grand Cayman Islands, my friend, Dr. Centeno, I did research with them a national IRB pain panel for years. And he had to move his facility from Broomfield, Colorado to uh, to to uh, Grand Cayman Islands because they wouldn't allow him to multiply stem cells more than 24 hours before he re-injected them in someone's joints or spine. And uh, the problem is that, uh, you know, there's not that many places where you can do these advanced things. But the problem is if you don't have a laboratory set up to properly test the, the, the nonlinear ecosystem, uh, what you're doing to the soil, it either may not take, or number two, it may have unexpected effects and events. So this this uh, doctor, I guess I think he was an Indian doctor, who was working in Edinburgh on genetically modified monadi corn. He freaked out and realized it was making these gerbils get cancer, microcephaly, and sterility, and tumors. He realized, like, uh-oh, and he quit and actually started to go public, and they did everything to try to shut him down, including death threats. So you got to understand here what we're doing is very unique and that's why we put up our videos and we get lots of hits on YouTube and Vimeo and live stream and we're putting up these shows there isn't anybody else but us that actually is doing this in we're it for the entire planet there isn't anybody else doing it when we talk about these genetically modified things people the regular news media and even the alternative is not touching this they're not well yeah we aren't drawing a paycheck we don't have somebody signing a check for us either well, or trial or giving, and to be honest with you, I'm not afraid of death threats, whatever. First off, I'm medical legally like half a lawyer for suing. Number two, I got a nasty streak that you'd be better off to have the devil after you than Deagle if you try to cross me. Okay, so, uh, you know, I'm not exactly Mr. Nice Guy if you threaten me or my family with violence. It's going to get very bad for you. And uh, I have technologies that are both physical and spiritual that you do not want to see Dr. Deagle use. But we're going to tell the truth, and we are brave, and we are sons and daughters of the Most High God, and we're going to tell the truth. What's going on now is so terrorizing, and uh, and we have lots of other issues to, to cover, so 
you know, one of the ones that I saw on your list here that particularly disturbed me uh, is this whole issue of uh, what's going on with the Vatican and abortion and so on. And, uh, you know, unfortunately what we're having is these children that are being born are born with their cortex, so they're not fully human. Uh, and you could have people fall on either side of this issue of whether or not they're going to abort them. It's just like when people say, well, a tubal pregnancy is a pregnancy. No, it's not. Uh, we have to actually debate whether or not these are really human beings because, to be honest with you, they're not fully human. But we do have disabled people that are born, and uh, I don't want to see, you know, I think with a genetic modification, the rates of abortion are going to go through the ceiling. The, the fertility rate in these countries where Zika virus is endemic are going to drop like a rock, uh, either through forced sterilization or abortion and then forced sterilization afterward because many of these women are going to become permanently sterile. And uh, I'm really concerned that when you open up the floodgate to abortion, because where I see this all going, and I have you know internal and other documents, but I'll summarize, uh, eventually the globalists want to delicense wild human reproduction. They want human reproduction where you do polar body exclusion, and only the state decides if someone with a specific genetic complement can be born. And you have to get a license in order to have a child, and you won't be able to actually do normal wild reproduction like having sex to have a child you'll have to submit your gametes to a commission that'll decide if the genetics are acceptable to the state. Now, people say, that can't happen. I say, you know what? You're an idiot, and you're going to not realize when the totalitarian police state comes in, including biometric cash, we call the mark of the beast, that human reproduction is going to totally come under the state. It will. And the issue of abortion will fade into the past because human beings won't have children anymore. It's going to happen. And I figure one or two generations, human beings under the totalitarian state, which I see things naturally happening because they don't see a pushback. People don't think that what I'm saying is could really happen, that, you know, that this can happen. They control the population. Look at the globalists. They're pushing an agenda that carbon credits and population control and the carrying capacity of the planet is being reached. Uh, and in some areas and cities and so on, it's pretty evident that's the case, like in India. Uh, because they don't want to fix the, uh, re- the recycling problem or the pollution problem or the energy problem or the violence problem or these cultural and religious issues. So it's, it's all very scary stuff, and they're probably going to make the wrong decision, including genetically modified to make a super race. That's coming. What Adolf Hitler wanted to do, he was just a century too early, wasn't he? Well, yes, and... Uh, 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 you know, I think that uh, the fact that they're putting women in the military is is one indication that they want to make a super race. Um, you know, if you're going to have uh, strong, healthy uh, males, you need the same thing with the females. If, well, if you want to have children that, that are going to be strong and healthy. Let me explain something to most people. If you take a male or female of equal weight and equal muscle mass... The female has faster reflexes and more strength if they're the same lean body mass. If you genetically modify them to put the actin myosin genes from jackals, which is 12 times the crushing strength of, of wild lions, and you put in the sight of eagles and the reflexes of a jaguar and the capacity to go for a week without sleep or drink, you created a superhuman. So the superhumans of the future that are in the military are cyborg female genetically modified transhumans. They're not male. Did you know that? People don't understand this. The super soldiers of the future are female. Is that interesting well, or what? Uh, yes, and, and uh, we're getting a head start on that. I heard that they want to start drafting women into the military. Yeah, well, they're not just drafting Poindexter back in the year, late 1990s. Talk about the fact they had to get rid of a number of guys that were genetically modified in the military, some of them put on up to 90 or more pounds and five or six inches in height in their late 20s and early 30s from genetically modified technologies used on them. Many of these men either got developed serious health problems or committed suicide after their bodies start modifying. And it's just like genetic modifications. Now with the CRISPR protocol, you can insert genes through entire organs or systems. Much of this technology was present in the military and these classified projects for a decade or two before it could be public that the CRISPR protocol could modify genetics of people after they're born. So Yeah, the uh, CRISPR-Cas9, which is what they used 
to treat uh, the man with uh, lung cancer over in China right. uh, actually cuts the DNA strand instead of the RNA strand. So right. it's cutting two strands of RNA at the same time and inserting a, a, uh, a bridge gene. Uh, right, which it I actually changes the genetics after you're born. Yes. So, so the rise of superhumans, like you see all these new video, movies out about, uh, uh, you know, Marvel comics and superhumans, it's possible now. Yeah, um, Code Forty Six is a good movie to see because that is a uh, science fiction movie about when the air becomes unbreathable. And uh, where the chosen few are kept under domes and allowed to breathe oxygen. Right. Yeah. Well, as I say, I release a tiny amount of what I know, which is... You taught me some new things today and are integrate with what I already know. It's pretty darn scary. My gosh. Well, the next time they talk about a drought, just think that it's caused by the lack of fungi in the soil, the whole soil down. Wow. I think, did I hear the bumper music? I thought I heard it in the distance. I thought I heard I'm not I sure. Too. I yeah, think I heard we, it. Yeah, we, we may be on break, believe it or not, even though I didn't hear it really loud. So, no. Uh, well, I'm glad we have all this time to talk about these things today because uh, we often don't uh, get in deep enough on the audio. We do uh, sometimes in the video, we do over an hour on our video, with, and you get lots of pictures too. But. Well, I probably won't be up to a video today because I'm doing two hours with you, and I did an hour with John this morning. Ah, well, then we'll do one over the weekend. Uh, I'm doing one at 12 uh, Central Time with uh, Leo Zagami, and, at, and then at uh, at um, uh, 1 o'clock, I think it's 1 o'clock, uh, no, 2 o'clock, with uh, Jim Fetzer. So uh, I could do it either between one or the other of those times or after. Jim Fetchel, which will be after uh, 4 o'clock Central Time. Okay, so I'm only on f- until 1 o'clock? No, no, you're on for the full two hours today. I'm talking oh, about okay. Saturday. Oh, Saturday, videos. yeah. Saturday to oh. the videos, either between 1 and 2 Central or after uh, after 4 Central. Okay, I'll be I'll be inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that, I'm outside, you know, I don't uh, have after, a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't have a camera yet, do you? No, I don't. You need to get your camera. Well, if you want to be, oh, camera, John, you don't have to be. John, John wants me to put a link onto his, uh, onto his uh, team that's forming a commune, <laughs> communes, <laughs> preparedness groups in the Ozarks. Right. So he's going to send me the, you know, the code. Uh, and I'll link you mean towards the Twilight or something or what? Yeah, yeah. He wants good. me to put it on Twilight. You can also so put a link it. over to the uh, to the videos which we put out stuff on on uh, Vimeo and on YouTube, which we're getting quite a few hits. It's amazing how many hits we're getting. Uh, Dan, I, I, when are we coming back? I can't hear Dan. Oh, we are on there. Okay, very good. Okay, well, <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear the bumper. So, and let's get into some of these other issues. Um, uh, let's open up uh, the next can of worms. <laughs> in a sense, uh, flavivirus, uh, the uh, Zika, is a big deal. We talked about, talked about that a lot last time. Yeah, I want. Uh, there's been a Brazilian. You know, Brazil has a tremendous Zika problem, and uh, there's been a Brazilian doctor who has uh, who has written a paper, and he's been studying uh, Zika. And what he says is that you, you know, it's not just uh, microcephaly that you have to worry about. He says you have to worry about anencephaly, you have to worry about muscle spasms, extreme irritability, difficulty swallowing, and the possibility of crying for 24 hours straight. Also, these babies get a deformity, which is called anthrogryposis, which can leave a child with contractures or joints stuck in contorted positions. And... uh, Some of the long-term impacts of Zika are still relatively unknown. You know, nobody is going to take the time to study a woman who takes nine months to bear a child to see if any of the vaccines are going to work. I mean, you can't make it. I mean, they have a mouse model. 
Right. Okay, they do have a mouse model. Now, I don't know if they're gestating the mice or not, but they are giving them Zika. But you can't use you can't jump from a mouse model to a human model. Well, you I'll give jump. you some ideas on how you could actually start to look at some of the epiphenomena and the genetics. Firstly, if you do an amniotic aspiration with a small, fine needle, you can actually get some amniotic cells, which are fetal cells, and you can look at uh, scanning electron microscopy or special probes to look to see if there is any change in the endoplasmic reticulum or the uh, epigenetics using special uh, uh, gene markers. So there's, there's ways of doing that. We have a call, Steve in Virginia, who had a question about uh, um, protecting the land from from uh, and the damage to the fungi. Go oh, ahead. good. Uh, Steve, Steve, go ahead with your yeah. question. Hello, Steve. Steve, you're on the air. Just uh, yes, thank you very much. I uh, was just wondering. That's uh, about that. That's basically the question. How is is it is it realistic to uh, in the, in the near future to think about protecting, say, a piece of land somebody may have set aside for growing uh, uh, even organic uh, crops? Uh, how how long would do you think we would be able to speak about something being organic uh, without being you know? Um, uh, well, affected from the heavy metals uh, and the chemtrails and that kind of thing. Okay, you say your oh. your piece, and then I'll pop in with my comments. Okay, yeah. Well, what they've just, they have said that the GMO seeds uh, will not spread the the. Uh, yeah, in other words, if you don't have a piece of land that where you haven't put the GMO crop on, you don't have soil that's been destroyed. Is what you're saying. Yes, uh, and uh, I was wondering, you know, how um, uh, in the in the future, or, or maybe how I wonder how closely we are to that time. But would there be a time when we would uh, not even be able to have organic, uh, say, uh, food grown, unless it's you know undercover, that type of thing? Yeah. Well, we've talked about that on uh, the John Moore show on yeah. this uh, on the Republic, and uh, uh, what he's. I think what he's decided is that after Yukushima happened and we had all this radiation falling down, what you want to do is, yes, you want to cover your crops and you can get a tunnel that's made out of plastic. Yeah, a plastic and tunnel. And you want to them. hose it off. Now, you want to make sure that when you hose it off, what the hosing is going to do is it's going to remove, it's going to wash off the radioactive uh, heavy atoms that are adhered. Now, they because they're radioactive, remember the active and radioactive. That means they're activated, and they'll grab onto soil particles. So what you do is you have to wash that off, and you have to make sure that it doesn't contaminate any other land that you may be trying to grow food on. Yes. Stay right there, because i got an answer that'll give a few more details on how to fix that. So, okay. Yeah. Stay right there, Steve, and we're going to go over the top of the hour, and, of course, continue hour two with Twiland on Info with Ann, of course, and I guess John Moore is going to put a link directly across to his show here on Republic and his websites. With valuable information, and we do videos over on Livestream and on YouTube and Vimeo of all this information with the pictures, etc. Very valuable information you're not going to find anywhere else but Ann's research. How you doing? It's Jimmy here from Zipa. Today I wanted to tell you about my efforts to achieve global elimination of snoring. It all starts with respect. Respect for yourself and respect for others. Listen, you think you're being a nice guy or a nice girl by letting the guy or girl next to you sleep and snore every night. It's the ultimate disrespect to have that happen. You wake that person up and you tell them, go to Zipa.com now. Z-Y-P-P-A-H. We're not going to tolerate this, all right? Snoring is not okay. Someone next to you is snoring, you tell them to buy a Zipa. Z-Y-P-P-A-H dot com. I know that you're listening to these snoring things and you're thinking, well, it don't apply to me. I don't have these problems. A lot of people are in denial, but it's true. Listen, if you're snoring, you got to stop it. What you got to do is get this fixed. Get a Zipa and change your life. Z-Y-P-P-A-H. Dot com.
You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, 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 truth. truth. 